0: Another coffee shop conversation coming to you from OMN via World Cup Coffee and Tea at Northwest 18th and Gleeson. I'm Tom D'Antoni and the coffee shop today is Robin Jackson, whom you may know from March 4th, Vagabond Opera, the Joy Now Arts Program, a musical circus for kids, and or his songwriter Soiree, from which his new album, Dark Stars, is most connected. It's dropping Saturday, November 11th with a release show at Secret Society coming out at the perfect time. It matches the drippy darkness of autumn in Portland. Alchemizes rainy day doldrums, is what it says. Uh, he says he does. Let's find out what's behind it, and if a revival of Vagabond Opera is possible. He's been at the center of some of our most memorable music. Let's meet Robin Jackson. Robin, welcome to the cupping room.
1: Thank you. It's amazing to be here.
0: Uh, right oh, here yes. at uh, our home for Oregon Music News Coffee Shop Conversations. Yeah. Uh, World Cup Coffee and Tea, Northwest 18th and Gleason. That's the plug.
1: It's exciting <laughs> to be here on this famous <laughs>
0: podcast. <laughs> finally. Finally. After all these years. Before we get to your album, which is the okay. we're going to talk about first, I would like to personally thank you for oh. writing Space Hole. <laughs> oh, <laughs> because my gosh. I love it. it is... It, is, it has brought so much joy to people. <laughs> Over, how, how, long, how long ago was that? Oh, on?
1: I wrote that, I think, in 2004 or yeah. 5 ish. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so it's 12 uh, years? Time affects the memory. So, years? But that? But like that was like my second or third year into March 4th, <laughs> and the first song I wrote for March 4th. So yeah, probably at least 10 years. And it's
0: probably the most famous March 4th song <laughs> in <awesome>. history. <laughs> it is. Oh,
1: thank you so much. It is. That's <laughs> oh, so funny. I never I, I never thought that song would be anything, <laughs> but it's totally stuck in everyone's heads. They're still playing it. Oh, I know. I, just, I know. I saw them at the Alberta Rose. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I, I had John Averill in here uh, <laughs> uh, earlier oh, cool. this year,
0: and I saw Are you still playing the Space Oh? He goes, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah they're under contract they have to <laughs> yeah that's cool um, yeah. well anyway so um, uh, th-
0: the album is nothing like march 4th. no absolutely nothing like it whatsoever <laughs>
1: which is kind of the point really Really, you know i sort of like left that world you know this is a, a it's, it's another side of me that uh-huh. gets to be expressed my more like gentle folk side. Yes. (laughs) Portland, hipster, indie, whatever, music. But it still has a lot of elements of the worlds that I have been in so long. But Uh yeah, Uh March 4th is a side of me that I love, and this is another side. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. So um, uh, so tell me about the album. Totally. Well, I mean, like, albums can sometimes be um, sort of like, I'm going to write this body of work. This was definitely more of like, the songs that I'd written over a period of five years, five huh. or six years, uh-huh. actually, no, that's not true. There's some, there's some songs in here that are about eleven years old. Wow, that I just never recorded, and I finally took them to my producer Chet, and and when he was like, that that's a nice song," you know, and like, uh-huh. and it's cool. Sometimes things just have their time that they need to season, and so this song, this album is a, it's kind of a chapter of my life. Mm-hmm. in the last five years and it feels like like a bookend on a personal note it just feels like a nice bookend to a chapter of my life um, in a good way in a, in a good way yeah right, I mean okay. I think a lot of artists you know why do we do art oh this is already getting so deep but like why okay. do we do art it helps us process it helps yeah. us you know um, move through it's a cathartic thing um, this uh-huh. album definitely is that for me um, these songs definitely are emotionally inspired or come from a place of reflection and, and really addressing like, they're all, they're all, they all have depth and meaning to them. And uh-huh. things, songs that I've worked on for years, really, they're not just like, you know, these are like the 10 songs that made it out of 30. So I, you know, I, this was, this album has been a long time coming and uh-huh. it's been like five years since my first one, Dust yeah. Diaries in 2012. yeah And so, yeah. um. I mean, I could say so many things about it, but um, and so it feels really nice to have it out finally, and I, I can kind of breathe a big sigh of relief, uh-huh. <sighs> and start working on the next one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, w- w-
0: what what made you choose? You had a a body of of songs to choose. You had thirty songs to choose from. Yeah,
1: I mean, I have a. Bu- I'm always so, writing music.
0: Yeah. So, so
1: what, what what made you choose these ten? I mean, they're good. <laughs> they're, they're better. I mean, I mean the, 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 the way album, that the rest I, of them suck. I, I, no, they don't suck <laughs> as much. No, the way I mean, the way I sort of choose songs is I have them all, and there's ones that just sort of. Stand out, the ones I keep uh-huh. wanting to come back to. I test them out in front of people. Uh-huh. I test them out at gigs. Um, I play them at the songwriter soiree, which is an event that I host and kind of created for that purpose. It's uh-huh. an open mic style event, which we can talk about. Yeah. Um and so I try them out and then I can kind of tell if they want to be played more. <laughs> you know, and then I took a bunch of them to my producer. How can you tell? It's like a feeling. Uh-huh. You know, it's like am I proud of it? In the moment sitting there playing it on stage. Am I proud of the song? Do I feel the audience responding? How much do I care about whether they respond? Yeah, that's a good (laughs) question. That's another big question for artists. Well, it is. Yeah, it's a huge question. It's a huge question. Yeah. And so... um, I
0: I interviewed Keith Jarrett one time. Oh, cool. And he said... (laughs) I asked him, what do you think people people do when, when they take your album home and, and listen to it. He said, I've never thought about that. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I envy him. I think about it all the time. <laughs> oh, well, most people do. You know? I, mean, I, I
0: would think I most hope you're people I having do. sex. No.
1: Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I've had some really sweet... I got an email, actually, from someone a few days ago um, on my Kickstarter that was like, I just got your album in the mail. Oh, thank you. I've been super depressed all week. Hmm. I got the album, and it was the best medicine I've had. Yeah. It's totally, your songs are super sad and dreamy and all these things and mm-hmm. those ones really helped me. And I find it really ironic and just cool that, you know, things that are sort of sad or have the emotional quality that we're feeling help us actually move through them mm-hmm. and it's like a it's like a bomb so mm-hmm. i appreciated that i was like oh you're actually listening to it and it's helping you in some way <laughs> that's great <laughs> so how that's closely cool.
0: do you watch the audience when you perform these
1: oh that's a cool question um <laughs> i i sort of challenge myself to mm-hmm. connect with them it can mm-hmm. sometimes be challenging. Yeah. Um. I think in the years of playing with Vagabond Opera, I got really good at connecting with the audience because mm-hmm. it's vaudeville and you're yeah. like, it's like schmaltz and eye contact and yeah. like, yeah. you know, and so I'm not afraid of it. Mm-hmm. Um, when songs are more intimate or personal for me, mm-hmm. I kind of want to hide a little bit. Ah. And um, I have to sort of like not think about like, what are they thinking? Do they like it? Are they yeah. enjoying it? Are they paying attention? Yeah. You know, is she on her phone? Why is she on her phone? You know, <laughs> <laughs> And so, and just not give a crap. You know? Yeah. And yeah. I think um, I, um, it's a mix. Sometimes I'll just sort of get in my zone. Mm-hmm. And, but I'm often like, trying to make, force myself to make eye contact with people. Mm-hmm. And I've had the feedback at the end of friends mm-hmm. being like, they can tell when I'm being more present and they enjoy it. Wow. They appreciate yeah. it more. So, wow. yeah, yeah.
0: Be easier if you were a comedian. It would be easier. If I was like, well, I mean, that's the thing. I uh,
1: yeah, I, I like to be funny. I like to think I'm funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sometimes, at least yeah. in between songs on yeah. stage. So, getting a laugh is a lot. You can tell how somebody's feeling. Rather, totally. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's it's the best feedback. It's the best compliment. Yeah. If you get yeah. a laugh. Yeah. yeah. As long as they're not I mean, laughing you, at you. Yes. Laughing with you.
0: I mean, you don't know if somebody's like being really dreamy and paying attention or they have indigestion. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like not started. taking
1: anything personally. Yeah. Oh, is the, right. the You know, yeah. I How's mean, that to, possible? To, to, it's so hard, especially when you're a sensitive artist. Yeah, <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I take everything personally Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's cuz it's all about you, Tom.
0: <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm not the one who's up on stage with a light on him now, you yeah. know, like, like you. <laughs> I know. And I mean that's
1: it's an art to be a performer and mm-hmm. really like it's it can be scary and just like to be like just be super present and like ask that question, why are you doing this art? Are you doing it for other people? Are you doing it for you? Do you need people's approval? Mm-hmm. You know, of course, my answer wants to be, no, I don't need anyone's approval. Right. But artists, we need an audience. You know, I, Which is approval. It's approval in a yeah. way. It's yeah. a, it's I way. saw this great dance put on by White Bird, Uncaged, once, mm-hmm. um, probably seven, eight years ago. And it was, the dance started with the um, dancers coming out and sitting on chairs and talking to the audience and having a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool. And they were like, and that was, they were like, the whole discussion was like, we spend our lives training. We spend tens of thousands of dollars training. We we, we create this magical work of art. We put our souls into it, our emotion, mm-hmm. everything on the line for the 75 minutes for you to come and enjoy yeah. and pay $18. And then you can say, ah that was pretty good or I didn't really like it, <laughs> no. you know, and like, and we can't do anything about that right. because we need you. Yeah. You know, we need yeah. you to be there and right. whether you like it or not, we're still going to be doing it. Yeah. And it's like, it's a funny thing. like. But it's better if you like it. It's better if you like it. A lot better. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you know, I mean, uh, that's a, it, that's an age old question, mm-hmm. you know, about about the, you know, the artist and the audience yeah. and all that, you know, I mean. It's yeah. just, we're yeah. getting deep here. We are <laughs> not me. No, I never get deep into anything. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: it is an age-old question. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is though. You know, I mean,
0: yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Is it art? Is it you know? Is it for the audience? Is it for the, Is it for your own? Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. So let's let's, <laughs> let's talk about some of the songs. What, okay. Is it? Can you generalize about about the the the, the tunes on this this album? Yeah, I th-
1: I think I can to a point. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a lot of my Music that i've been writing you know since two thousand and twelve mm-hmm. sort of has been more songwriter style it's mm-hmm. been more introspective it's been, I saw this great description of a writer about Bonnie. Bonnie Ver, he called it Wounded Folk. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to throw up a little, but I thought it was so funny. I'm not quite that way. Good. (laughs) But maybe a little bit. But I mean, mean, a lot of the styles of the music, you can definitely hear some of my Vagabond Opera Mm -hmm. influence. Mm -hmm. And I like eclecticism. I like eclectic instrumentation. Mm -hmm. Um, Sort of, all the songs are stories. I really like, I'm a storyteller. I think I Mm -hmm. love stories. I've just... Mm -hmm. Whether I haven't really tried to write songs, but I've noticed my songs always end up being stories, so mm-hmm. I've kind of leaned into that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely there's a theme of sort of... Um, heartbreak. I mean, I'll just be totally honest, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say that, but, <laughs> but yeah. I will. I mean, there's, there, yeah. the, there are a couple of like book errands to some long relationships ah. in here for sure. Of course. Oh, boy. It's, right. just, well, it's just right. so cliched.
2: <laughs> well, I want to be like, it's oh, about science. Oh, oh, bullshit. <laughs>
1: no, I know. So <laughs> it's, it's one of the most powerful forces we all relate to. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah there's, I'd say over half the songs in this album, are sort of coming out of one significant relationship I had a couple of mm-hmm. years ago mm-hmm. and sort of um, personal and universal themes that I harvested from that, you mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. and it helped me really work through. And so, again, like, writing the songs has helped me process um, what was hard about that and sort of, um, yeah, deal with it and find the silver lining in some, in some way. A, a lot of my heartbreak songs I sort of look for a ray of sunshine in mm-hmm. there yeah. or sort of like deep sigh and okay you know right let's just right. We're, we're human it's hard but yeah. we're gonna get through it they're not all like that a couple of them are just like this sucks <laughs> like <laughs> this is just this is just lame <laughs> um but we know
0: um, uh, I, I I I saw an old interview that that we had about, uh, with uh, with you. Okay. And oh, you wow. mentioned Chet Baker.
1: Oh, I love Chet Baker.
0: And then well I can hear that. Yeah. Oh,
1: right on. Yeah. yeah.
0: And the other thing is although it has none of the forms of blues, uh. it's blues.
2: Uh-huh.
0: It doesn't sound like blues. Uh-huh. It doesn't you know, it's this 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 it, it has it's, none of the forms oh, of blues. Yeah.
1: But I'm singing the blues. You are singing the blues. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was raised on the blues. I was raised playing jazz and blues, uh-huh. and I think the melancholiness of that music yeah. and like just the like oh that that ache. Yeah, it's yeah. so. Um, I on my radio
0: awesome. show this week I played the saddest blues song uh-huh. I have ever heard okay. by a guy named Mercy D. Okay, an old black man, and it was called Empty Life Blues. Yeah my God, <laughs>
1: uh-huh. I that's just, awesome! You want to like kill yourself, <laughs> but, but it you feels know. so good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the point of music is uh, yeah. it's supposed to, you know, a lot of my music for me is sort of about, uh, alchemizing things that were hard and transmuting mm-hmm. them into, into a way, finding the beauty in it in a way that we can live with it and process it. Yeah. And, you know, I play these songs. I was talking to, um, my friend, Joanna Warren, who's an awesome mm-hmm. singer songwriter in Portland, um, very accomplished. And she writes a lot of sad songs. And she, I was like, Joanna, I just finished my album and all I want to do is listen to my own album. <laughs> and she's like, I do that too. I listen to it like day after day. Because well, it's, it's, like, it's like I've created a band-aid for my own heart. Yeah. And, I, and over if I listen to it a bunch, I feel better. Right. Because I'm feeling this right. pain expressed in art and it's outside of me. Yeah. And, yeah. Um. And then hopefully it's universal enough that other people can also relate to it. So well, shit. Michael, if you can't
0: like your own work, I know. You know I, mean, that
1: is, <laughs> I mean, I think sometimes you look back and you're like, oh God. But yeah. 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 So yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah. So there's a general theme. Mm-hmm. Not all the songs are heartbreak. Um. There's one about my my great grandma on there. Mm-hmm. There's one. Uh, there's a couple about nature. Mm-hmm. Which is a a big, a nice topic for me to talk about. And then there's some, um, there's actually one uplifting best friend song on there too. Mm-hmm. About my best friend.
0: Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about the people uh, who play along yeah. with you on this. Yeah. I noticed, you know, is there any, is there any CD that's released in, in this town that doesn't have Skip Von <laughs> on it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's one. Skip, he
1: gets around. He gets around town. It's he's on Skip everything. Von Kuski.
0: You know. <laughs> you know, he's going to love
1: uh, this part of the podcast. I
0: expect, I, ex- <laughs> I expect him to. I hear him on metal. I know. You know
1: he plays on everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, he's a Leo. <laughs> he loves to. <laughs> he loves to. I was funny. I was. I um, was. We had our band practice last night, and Skip uh-huh. wasn't there. Uh-huh. And we're having another one, and I had to t- I tell the band, like, oh, man, it's going to be hard to keep Skip off of all of the songs at our CD release. <laughs> He's going to want to play on <laughs> <and> everything. <laughs> but, yeah, he, I mean, he, the truth is that man makes any record sound great. Sure. He's just the most versatile sure. cello player. Sure. So, so, yeah, we got Skip on there, who, of course, I played with in Vagabond Opera for yep. over a decade. Um,
0: Is Vagabond Opera ever going to
1: do anything oh, ever again?
0: Because it's, it's, it's...
1: We all kind of hope. If you can convince Eric... Missed, I know. Really.
0: I mean, you, you occupied a, a place in, 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 in the music scene here that was unique.
1: I in, know. in the world, you <laughs> know, really. <laughs> I look back at my photos sometimes. Yeah. I, I miss it a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. I think we ended because it just felt time, you know, it's complicated. But mm-hmm. Eric really wanted a pause, and the pause kept going. Yeah. And I I wanted to pause too and like, yeah. but yeah, I see Eric around. We all kind of have this like, oh, you know, it's like an ex lover that you kind of want to sleep yeah. with again, right? right. <laughs> but I, my hope is that we do a reunion show at some point, at least, and maybe great. play again. Right. You know?
0: so. year, year, years ago I, well, I had a, uh, a a late Saturday night radio show, and okay. I used
1: to close it with "Goodnight Moon." Oh, see that song is genius. It is. It's like it's like a song. That you feel like you've heard for a hundred years mm-hmm. in like some old musicals. Yeah. And you're like, are you sure you haven't heard that? It's just <laughs> some of the music we play was just genius. I yeah. mean, it yeah. sounds self-promoting, but he was a great composer and um, Eric's influenced me in my writing a ton. Mm. So I will, being in that band has definitely laid a foundation for my own mm. work now. Okay. Let's get yeah. back to anyway, the band on this so, one. So um, we have a couple players from March 4th, actually. Um, mm-hmm. Anthony Mead, who plays yeah. trombone. Yeah. Um oh, I guess he's the only one at this point but Katie also plays in my band. Mm-hmm. Um and then um um, um Gil Assayas who's um glasses he's a insa- do you know him? Mm-mm. You will soon. He is an insane keyboardist in Portland. Yeah. He's literally the best keyboardist I've ever played with. Wow. He's just he's moved here from Israel last year. Hmm. Um, he has his own project Kind of electronic mm-hmm. Stuff But he plays with Edna Vasquez Yeah In her group sure. um, He's just We wanted piano On two songs And we ended up With piano On every song Wow and you'll, you'll hear why when you listen yeah. to the record. Um, I did listen to the record. He's right? amazing. Oh, oh, I'm telling, I'm telling <laughs> oh, people out there. The out there in oh, audience the wider, the wider you. I see. <laughs> I know you listen to well, I, I hope know, you listen I to know, it. I forgot that there was a wider you. Okay. <laughs> and then. Um, you all. You, you all. You all, all. Y'all. Y'all. Yeah. Y'all. Um, and then my friend Sophie Block who plays violin. And she's yeah. played with the Shook Twins mm-hmm. um, and among other people. And she sings. And I've known her since I was a kid. Wow. So that feels really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her and I, and she plays with me regularly. Since you were how old? How <laughs> Since I was how old? Yeah. Oh, I was probably, well, I went to high school with her older sister, mm-hmm. so I, I knew her when she was probably 11. Wow. Yeah. Are we 11. playing music? Um, I, We played music a little later. You know, mm-hmm. the, the memory fades with time, mm-hmm. but I feel like we've probably played music at the Oregon Country Fair together ah. um, as kids yeah. or at least young adults. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then other people on the record. Um, oh, yeah. Um, David Langanis, who's an awesome guitar player. Yeah. He plays with 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 Chet. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Chet Leister, who produced it, mm-hmm. who's one of my oldest friends in Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays with the Eels. He used to play with Lucinda Williams. Um, he's mm-hmm. just an amazing producer and musician. And this, this record honestly wouldn't be anything without him. It's as much as his as it is mine. So I really, like, came to him... Well, what did he do? What? What did he do? What did he do? Yeah. To make it so amazing? Yeah. Oh, man. He, I mean, he, I, I brought him my demos, mm-hmm. you know, and he basically, he's kind of like my older brother in a way. Mm-hmm. It was his project. Like, he, we looked, we listened to the demos, we sat down, and, you know, he'll just come up with ideas for them. He'll change the feel, change the key, you know, completely tear the song apart. <laughs> you know, I mean, this is sort of giving insight into like, the music production process. Yeah. It's absolutely fascinating. I love it. I mean, so we had a song, I had one song that was like a, a vagabond opera song mm-hmm. called yellow gardenias. That was a swing song. Mm-hmm. And he was like, now nah, we're going to do it like Amy Winehouse style, <laughs> like, you know, and make yeah. it um, for, and make it like a funk, like R and B number. Huh. And I was like, "What?" you know, but I love it now. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. then he just come, we come up together, like what instruments do we want? What mm-hmm. feels, um and then he's, he he has a really specific idea of what he what he hears and how it how, how it should be um and he's great with like arrangements he's an outstanding vocal coach um mm-hmm. so he spent you know days with me in the in the vocal studio wow. and i'd sing these songs and he we would just go through it with like a fine tooth comb like helping me access the emotional place, mm-hmm. like redoing phrases, really working on my attack, my addiction, you know, mm-hmm. it's really cool. And then he'll spend like days just tweaking guitar reverb <laughs> <laughs> and like patching <laughs> this thing together. I mean, yeah. so it was really his, like he really held the overall vision for the mm-hmm. vibe of the record. Mm-hmm. And I was like a consultant Wow! Oh, yeah, and I wrote the songs, but you know, <laughs> so it was really collaborative with him. Mm-hmm. He's very good at what he does. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm stoked. He he sort of fell into producing my last record, Dust Diaries, and I and then this one I was like, I want you to do it. So, you know, that's why I did the Kickstarter to raise enough money to pay him yeah. half of what he deserves, really. <laughs> so, yeah. So he's he was great. It was a really great process working with him. Wow. Yeah, huh. yeah. Huh. It was magical.
0: Um, did you ever do any like uh, playing together in this, or was it all tracks?
1: Um, oh, like yeah. So we so we um, recorded the, the the rhythm section um, mm-hmm. live at, mm-hmm. at a studio called Type Foundry, mm-hmm. which is like an old, famous studio, Modest yeah. Mouse and the, yeah. the Decemberists record out of, and a ton of people, Jolie Holland. It's yeah. it's awesome, super cool place. So mm-hmm. we got all the live rhythm section, and then we went back to Chet's studio and did all the overdubs there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then we had the time to bring in the horns and write string arrangements and do the vocals and add in all our tambourine. Mm-hmm. We spent days on tambourine. Just, <laughs> <laughs> we have like five different tambourines on this record. More tambourine! I know, I know. That's, tambourine is the new cowbell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what is it so. about...
0: Studios like that, you know, because like take Billy Oski's studio, okay, because he's yeah. got that board uh-huh. that he brought up from L.A. The yeah. uh, Santana and all these yes. amazing people had recorded on. I mean, it seems it seems like this the the, the ghost of great music totally is in. You can like feel
1: that. it in the studio. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really believe places have a they absorb energy and they have mm-hmm. a vibe, mm-hmm. and we can walk into the studio and it's like it's not super clean and like. Mm-hmm. you know, sharp and modern. Yeah. But it's, it's like old and it's got old wood and like all these old organs. Yeah. But you're like, Oh my gosh, who sat in this, in, in this bench, you yeah. know, yeah. before me. And you right. look at the hundred records of amazing people who have sold mm-hmm. platinum albums on the wall. And you mm-hmm. just think of all the music that's been made in there. Yeah. And it's yeah. just a, it's a, you can feel it. It's so inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it affected our recording experience for sure. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was, it was really cool. Yeah. It's cool to do.
0: So I, I hope you're not an asshole like Chet Baker, though.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I don't do heroin, for one. So that's, actually, a good, that's a good start. I mean, I'm actually a very sober musician. I'm kind of a cliche. But <laughs> he was an asshole without the heroin. He was a total, it's true, he yeah. was a total D-I-C-K. Um, no, yeah, I just love his music. Yeah. I, I love the emotional quality of his yeah. music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I could of, definitely hear that. Yeah, I mean, maybe for better or for worse, it's like it sort of um, calls forth an inner sadness (laughs) that I experience too often but I relate to you know it's that that melancholy we just want to like oh Mm -hmm. you know I think people complain about the rain in Portland and I love it because I wouldn't get any songs written. And I mean, if I lived in Jamaica, I'd be writing songs in key in major keys and one four five all day. I'd be like, ah, the happiness and sunshine. Da, 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 da. But Portland, you know, look at all the indie rockers here. Yeah. All the miserable, you know, Elliot right. Smith's <laughs> like, Elliot Smith could only have lived in the Northwest. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and so on these many days where it, it wakes up and I, I call it like a chat a chat baker morning yeah you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like oh it's raining yes I get to be sad and write some <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> melancholic music that's pretty fucking weird I know it really is. thanks <laughs> <laughs> thank you but I'm a happy person in general so I feel uh-huh. like it balances it out <laughs> I get to be sad so uh,
0: um, the 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 uh, the gig is coming up.
1: Yeah uh, All so, the information will be on the page here Yeah, all on the page Cool, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm loving I'm coming back to the Secret Society Which is a venue that I used to play at a lot With Vagabond Opera yeah. And yeah. that's one of the reasons I picked it It's nostalgic for me mm-hmm. And a lot of my friends from high school actually run it Really? So um, they work there still and Wow Yeah, it's going to be a great night I'm really <laughs> looking forward to it Yeah
0: What was uh, uh, Mary, Mary Flowers' nephew? Wait It's one of the owners Oh
1: Matt. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. Totally. Yeah. He's great. I haven't talked to him for a while, but
0: we had all of our um, uh, when we were doing um, better and <laughs> okay, <laughs> we, were, we used to have our, uh, our our anniversary shows there. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It right cool. on. It's a great place. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: I felt, yeah. you know I don't know if you were part of that gig, but it was a a gig there with um, it might have been a chaosmosis.
1: Oh my gosh. You know? Old school. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you were probably there. <laughs> I was at pretty much every Chaosmosis yeah, show.
0: But since... Three like Torso played.
1: Uh huh. And it was
0: fabulous because, you know, they were basically the generation of cool guys
1: before yeah. Chaosmosis. Yeah, they right? were. They're old school.
0: And they got up, and of course, it was a challenge for uh-huh. those guys, yeah. you because know, the audience was a lot younger. Totally. And they just blew everybody oh, away. Oh, yeah. I remember the, that. And people were dancing. Yep. I'm going like,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very uh, enthusiastic audience. Like, John yeah. would just throw all sorts of weird bands yeah. up there. And, yes. And, you know, Three yeah. Leg is so epically <laughs> phenomenal as musicians that they're still playing. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I'm like, yeah. Ah. Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> so good. I know. I'm glad because Opera is not. I'm glad there's some weird Eastern European influenced. <laughs> yeah group all the more reason that vagabond should have another gig i know <laughs> i know maybe someday okay so are you still doing the the uh musical camp for kids joy now yeah so Yes and no. Um, oh, I well, so I was one of the directors of it for five years, mm-hmm. you know. And I honestly Could you explain what it is. Oh, yeah. So join our arts project. It's um, a music camp for kids that mm-hmm. me and another March Fourth member started mm-hmm. uh, six years ago. Yeah. Um, basically, a teen rock and roll camp with members of March Fourth Marching Band and friends. Um, they spend a week doing. Um, learning all the art and and costumes mm-hmm. and still walking and playing music yeah. and it results in two big public performances in Portland. Um, one at the Portland Blues Festival mm-hmm. and usually another parade or last Thursday and it just gives them this like amazing experience of real life performance and then we instill it with a lot of like very meaningful personal development and social justice mm-hmm. um, stuff, you know. And so, we've had after school programs, we've had things for kids. It's just been awesome. Mm-hmm. So but and I so I did it for five years and I burned out last year. Yeah. You know, as people right. in underfunded nonprofits do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Tell me about it. So it was <laughs> I can, A lot of people could tell you. You know, I was talking to Jen Cohen from the Circus Project a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and she was kinda like showing me the future. But I mean, she does a really great job. And I was like, I just don't ever want to become a burned out nonprofit director. Right. But I did. Yes. <laughs> so, so I stepped back, but I stayed on the board. Mm-hmm. And then, um, Sarah, who was my co-director for mm-hmm. the last year I was there, bless her heart. She kept it going. Mm-hmm. So it's been pared down and it's, but it's still going. Mm-hmm. Um, and so last year we had uh, a couple of camps and they were awesome. And yeah. I, I, I got to enjoy just teaching <laughs> You know? yeah. And so this year we are going to be doing the March 4th anniversary show with March 4th on March 4th. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll be doing a camp this summer, I'm sure of it. So, yeah. And so, I mean, I love, I love Joy Now. I just needed a year off, honestly, to make this record. Yeah. And so this, this was, this record was sort of a gift reward to myself after putting in five years at Joy Now and other things Um, because I wasn't really tending to that part of me as much. And so I sort of needed it. I needed the time and the space just to dedicate to that. Mm -hmm. But I hope to get back into Joy now at some point, because it's such an awesome program. It must
0: be really rewarding.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it is very fuzzy feel good.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah, when you just see all the teens at the end, their faces are just glowing. Yeah. And they say things to you like, I've never had a friend and now I have 15. Oh, wow. You know, or yeah. I never thought I could do anything and uh-huh. I've learned to walk on stilts and now I feel like I can do anything. <laughs> and, you know, you just see their faces on that stage. Wow. It's just, yeah. it's totally tear jerky. I bet. <laughs> yeah, it's I'll super bet. rewarding. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I love that's it. Really I want cool. to keep going with it. I mean, I oh, want it to keep going. So hopefully, okay. if there's any millionaires out there that want to donate, <laughs> fund us, you know, <laughs> one of Por- <laughs> it's so Portland. Yeah, right. You know, and it's like March Fourth's little sibling, really. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah.
0: March Fourth continues
1: on. March Fourth carries on. Wow. It's awesome. You know, I haven't really been in touch with them. But there, many of them are still my close friends. Mm-hmm. So. But I, I, I sort of, it, you know, I always say March fourth is kind of like Hotel California. You can check out any you like, yeah. but you can never leave. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you ever, do
0: you ever think you'll sit in again?
1: Oh, if they let me, I mean, I like. <laughs> I have a hard time, you know, leaving anything I, I love. Yeah. So ask all my exes. Um, and but They'd let you
0: sit in on Space Hole. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: if I show up to any gig in Portland, yeah. And they'll let me sit yeah. in on Space Hole. They'll yeah. make me, actually, probably. <laughs> yeah. So I think I, I sat in a couple years ago sometime. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I could do it, especially if Joy Now is playing a show with them. Yeah. 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 I mean, they they, they can't <laughs> keep me off that stage. <laughs> I mean, I miss playing the songs I, I wrote. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. So, But mm-hmm. I like that they get played still. So. Yeah, so yeah, it's that's, fun.
0: That's great. I play I play March Fourth all the time on <laughs> my radio great. show.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, I've
0: you know, I have I have a really very very old CDs now. Uh-huh. Very old. <laughs> very old. Yeah, yeah. I remember very, when I met you. Old. You were yeah.
1: I was thinking about when I met you today when you were doing the. The March fourth lines at Bachicata meetup. <laughs> that was the most you know, amazing <laughs> Thirteen, <laughs> fourteen 14 years ago. That was outside a, the crystal ballroom That
0: was one of the great moments. It was amazing. It really was. because yeah. uh, yep. uh we uh I had, was shooting a tv story and uh I was with you guys at, uh, at Al, uh, uh on Alberta Street. Yeah. We marched the Alberta Street uh whatever it was, Art. Yeah was last it, Thursday or No, it really? was uh it was the art the R-Hop art festival, Art Hop, yeah. Okay. And then, then then you had a gig, uh, playing for at the Armory.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh huh.
0: And that's when um, I believe the uh, little uh, trundle that uh, <laughs> John Averill had his 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 amp in. That's uh, right. Lost a wheel. That's right. And had to fix it right there. Uh huh. And then the somebody drama. said, "Lines of Bachucana are at the Crystal. Totally. Let's go. <laughs> Let's
1: go." I was so. That part of my life was so yeah. fun. And so and so
0: <laughs> and so March fourth marches up yeah. Burnside on the sidewalk and as soon as they get to the whatever that gay bar was right there on the corner, yeah. right? Here comes Scandals. the Lions around the corner. Yeah and you guys merged and yep. marched all the way around the corner up the stairs yep. and into Lola's room.
1: Yep. It was amazing. It was, was amazing. nothing like that. It was fantastic. I still remember <laughs> the songs we played. Really? It was so fun. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That was that was that was the peak. <laughs>
0: it was amazing. It was
1: a, it was yeah. a, it was an era for sure. Yeah. 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 A lot of music. <laughs> a lot of sound. A lot of so, fun? Lot so much fun. I mean yeah. that part that era of Portland's music was such a it was such a renaissance. Yes. You know, I think this sort of culture that we are in now, 15 years ago, there was such a a renaissance happening Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of that kind of DIY, burner, circusy, bohemian stuff. Right. And it was such a cool, it was so cool to be a part of at the beginning Mm -hmm. of that Mm -hmm. and see all these groups form. Yeah. You know, March 4th spawned a whole movement. Sure. And, um, And we were influenced by other bands like us, and so... It was just it was really, really fun. So yeah, that's when I met you. <laughs> yeah. I remember one time, um
0: I forget what you it might have been the bite. Okay. You guys dedicated a Charles
1: Mingus tune. Oh to yeah. Me. Yeah, we did a Mingus tune. <laughs> Blue Pepper. Yeah, totally.
2: <laughs> that <laughs> made me feel da, so good. Da, d- it really yeah.
1: was. <laughs> awesome. That's right, yeah, to our jazz yeah. our jazz yeah. fan Tom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um so, uh, well, so I'm, I'm glad to hear the camp is still going. Yeah, the camp, I yeah. mean, fingers yeah.
1: crossed. And, you yeah. know, again, it's a community effort. But yeah. M- yeah. My, my hit is that it's still going. Yeah. Yeah. Good. yeah so, good. totally. Good. Yeah. Good. It's, a, it's an important part of my life. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. And yeah. many other people's lives. So. Has to be. Yeah. yeah, and the you know, the teens become so, fans of my band. So it's like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, So, <laughs> the first one was what, 6 years ago? Uh, the first camp, I believe it was 6 years ago. Six yeah. Years ago. Yeah. So those kids are
0: in college now. Yeah,
1: so we've lost our first wave, you know, <laughs> and now they're all 20 year olds and they will never forget Joy now. And, you know, yeah. we see them around yeah. and they're like, hey, thanks for making my life awesome. <laughs> We're That's like, already. do you know how much we gave you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Come see my show. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. So, um, uh, uh, does, is you, you, you'll have these the, the people who play on the album at the gig, yes? We're
1: going to have every person who played the album on the album yeah, at the gig, okay. which is going to be – we're going to pack that stage. Yeah. And we're going to have our horn section, our string section. Um, Chet's going to play guitar. Uh-huh. We're going to have a dedicated tambourine player. Yeah, And, um, yeah, everyone's, everyone's going to be there. That would
0: be the only horn section in town that's not uh, <laughs> arranged by Paul Brainerd. Totally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Although I think both of them have played with Paul Brainerd. Everybody's played with Paul Brainerd. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Totally. I played with Paul Brand. That's Rainer. awesome. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I, cool. Yeah, he does this
0: thing over at Stardate, and uh-huh. he invited me to, to cool. read some of my stupid tabloid stories That's over awesome. there with, with, with his little, <laughs> with his fun machine. <laughs> the, you, know, you know that, that the crazy yeah. instrument he's got? Uh-huh. You know that? No. Uh, it's weird. It's, it's almost, it's not really, it's not a toy, but it's uh-huh. almost a toy. Okay. It's, it's a, a, Anything a makes pre-synthesizer synthesizer, <laughs> synthesizer, but cool. it's, 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 it's really weird. It's yeah. a strange little instrument huh. that he found, in a, I think, in a junk store or something okay. like that, but it's really great. That's anyway,
2: cool.
1: So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we're going to have a lot of people there. It's going to be a really yeah. fun night. And um, the Colin trio, Colin Hogan, she's a mm-hmm. jazz blues singer in Portland. Mm-hmm. If you haven't heard of her, she's super cool. Mm-hmm. So, she's going to be opening. I that's might sing with her. That's great. Yeah.
0: And your song circle? Or what song? Oh, the, the soiree. songwriter soiree. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, that's been going on for eight years. You know, wow. started in my living room yeah. as a way for um, professional songwriters to share new work with each other uh-huh. and talk about it. It quickly grew into a whole underground cult phenomenon. Now we have like 2,000 person mailing list and <laughs> we get like a couple hundred people a night. But I, moved, do you do it? I moved it to the Northeast Yoga Shala mm-hmm. and um, it's a really great space. Ooh. It's great acoustics. Mm-hmm. We 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 make a like cuddle zone. Don't be afraid. You can sit in a chair. Um, and people, a lot of people show up who don't know each other. It's become this amazing, like very vibey, dreamy sort of heart space for songwriters to come in and share. You get one song each. Um, has to be an original. Mm-hmm. And then I always book two features in the middle. Mm-hmm. We have some great, great performers. You know, the next one is actually the night before my CD release party. Mm-hmm um and we've got um David Jacob strain playing <gasps> From, <laughs> I did a, I did a TV story on him. That's fantastic. When he was a kid. Oh, totally. When he was a little kid like in Eugene. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He's still a little. No. He's great now. He's a big kid in Eugene. Yeah. So he's a great blues um, lap steel guitar player. And yeah. 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 Um, so he'll be there.
0: His father, I believe, his father was actually a nuclear, a nuclear no scientist. No shit. <laughs> it's like it's cool. It's like, <laughs> wow. it's not nuclear science. Well, uh-huh. yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Now, he, had a, he had a really supportive uh, father. Yeah, but, you know, his parents yeah, really
1: yeah. nurtured and um, yeah, yeah. were part of his career. Yeah, yeah he, he could always play. Right? So it's great to have he him play. He could play when, when he was a little kid. Oh, yeah, he's, he's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So I'm stoked. He's going to come up and do his 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the soiree has been instrumental, pun intended, for mm-hmm. me and a lot of people in writing, you know, creating work. It's just like that mm-hmm. motivational force every month. hmm and so um, I wouldn't have written this record at all if it wasn't for that. Is event. that right? That's straight up. Really? Yeah. I mean, wow. having that, knowing, oh, gosh, I have a week. I better get this song done. And just wanting something to share. You know, it's a motivational force to keep me writing. And so that's why. That's kind of why I started it, honestly. You mean it's not the big money? Yeah, big money, big money. <laughs> you know, yeah.
0: Hey, yeah. how do you feel about it? I mean, so many people are, are saying now, you know what's the point of putting out a cd uh huh you know that, oh. that a lot of that, that that it's just for promotional okay
1: you know like purposes. the actual physical cd or, yeah, or a yeah, body physical, of work yeah physical cd oh yeah. you know a lot of people still use it i had the same question yeah. before i made mine yeah. i was like do i want to make this physical thing mm-hmm. um but i i am you'd be surprised how many people have wanted the physical album yeah and like on my kickstarter everyone wanted their physical copy yeah um, every radio DJ I talk to wants well, of course. it. Of course. Yeah. And you know, it's something, it's a beautiful thing. I had mm-hmm. my friend Zippy Lomax do the photos mm-hmm. and it's, a, it's a nice, it's a gorgeous piece of art as it is. Mm-hmm. And so I made, I did a short run of them and yeah. you know, and I'll do more if I want, yeah. if I yeah. need to. Yeah. But yeah, apparently they're still in use, you know, and well, everyone well, who's my mom's age wants one. Of course. <laughs> and actually well. I just bought a Subaru and, all they have is a CD player in it, uh, so I'm like, "Oh my god, I just went back in time! I yeah, have like six yeah. CDs, and that's all I can listen to in my Subaru." <laughs> so, that's funny, yeah, yep. So that's well, my opinion. Yeah,
0: you know, I, yeah, I um, remember when Secret uh, um, Stolen Sweets put out a '78. Yeah. Oh. Remember that. <laughs>
1: vaguely <laughs> yeah like that's going to be bought a lot yeah.
0: I had him in the studio at KMHD when when uh, when I had a, a different show and uh-huh. um, th- they have great turntables that go okay. over there and and, and they can play, actually play 78s yeah
1: that's awesome. That was the only time it ever
0: got heard. Yeah, like, where could you play this <laughs> you thing? <can't>, <laughs> I can't. It was just
1: a, they just wanted to do it because I mean, of the even, nature even, of their band.
0: You used to be able to go to Goodwill uh-huh. and get an old, an old record player. Yeah. You can't even get an old CD player yeah. there anymore. It's super hard, I yeah. know.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> funny. Yeah. I know, it's a thing. I remember seeing um, PDQ Bach. Do you know, do you of course, at the Halt Center in Eugene when I was like probably nine, <laughs> and that and he brought out he was talking about music technology, yeah, and he's like, now we have this new thing called the CD, and it was the first moment I ever knew what a CD was, and he shined yeah. a light on it and he used it to like make reflections around the Halt Center, <laughs> and I was like, whoa,
0: <laughs> I saw him a million years ago at a, at a an outdoor venue in in uh, outside of Baltimore, okay, and uh, <laughs> I. I and he he came running it was a, it, it was a um you could it was lawn seating it was it was a, it was a, a, an amphitheater but it was also a lot of lawn seating yeah and he he came running from the furthest part just came running and screaming and waving his arms that's how he came up on stage that's awesome yeah.
1: <laughs> that guy was crazy <laughs> i loved it very fu- peter yeah. shickley uh-huh what was his name oh yeah his real name yeah <laughs> big influence big influence yeah well yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool yeah. very funny. Funny, yeah. funny 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 funny, yeah. funny yeah. guy
0: well listen, hey, thanks a lot. Uh, you know, best of luck with the uh, with the album. Thank and you. Have you decided what we should go out on?
1: Oh my gosh. Yes, I have, Tom. Yep. <laughs> we should go out. Well, I, you know, I'm going to go out on the song. It's a song I wrote about Portland. Yeah. It's called The Bridge of St. John's. Yeah. So it's a bit of an epic number. Uh-huh. Um, it's, it's not my shortest song, but it's short enough. Um, and I, wa- I want to play it just because I think it's sort of my ode to, to Portland uh-huh. and the neighborhood that I, that I spend a lot of time in. Um, So yeah, Bridge of St. John's It was written on a rainy, moody day I was riding my bike out there Um, And I hope that you enjoy it And for anyone else who needs a rainy, moody day Brought into your living room right now Or into your car while you're driving So it's um, track number six Yeah. Okay, well thanks a lot Thanks for coming by, I really appreciate it It's been been my pleasure, it's great to see you again Okay, you too Bye Bye
2: With your dirty streets and your grey boots on The wild wind, she grabbed my hand And carried me to your sand, Broken beers and pushing brooms
1: Old men trade tales and tired saloons
2: we confessed our secrets to the moon And you know she'll never tell And you know she'll never tell across your great divide The Queen of Portsmouth Mouth built your arch suspended by Up the day. Your love was a train that would not stay. It's hard to leave it all behind. I guess you go.